Welcome to Sports Simplified, where two women who love sports give information you may or may not want about sports you may or may not know. This is Sports Simplified. Hey y'all, we are so excited to be back. It's episode two, long awaited. We're super excited to say that the wait was actually due to the fact that we had one of our amazing, talented friends, Jermaine with JSOL Productions, uh, offer to help us with production so you don't hear my pages turning all the time, and his addition to the cast is so awesome. Yes, so that's it. that plus getting some actual recording uh Equipment. I don't know what you're talking about. Sitting in the car, talking to an iPhone was <laughs> Uh Took a little time, but we're really excited and actually kind of worked out because now we can essentially wrap up, you know, recap what's been going on with the Olympics. Also talk about, give you a little bit more insight because unlike myself, I'm sure the rest of y'all haven't been watching it 24-7. It's literally all we do. <laughs> so let's give some... Updates, facts, exciting stuff. Yeah, this is going to be mostly you because uh, let's be honest, I don't do like statistics or numbers or remembering things. Um, so I could be like, yeah, that one guy did one great thing in the in the thing, and I that's about what I got for you. Okay, well, I I think we should start with just you know giving some props to the new sports that happened in this 2021 Tokyo Games. Um, so we had sport climbing. And actually, that's been on in the last few days. Yeah, they have three events? Yes, they have the speed climbing, bouldering, and lead climbing. Oh man, it's crazy to watch. The one that we watched this morning was the speed climbing. Yeah. They literally have a pad on the floor that as soon as their foot lifts off it, it starts a timer. And the technology that they've brought into these Tokyo games alone have been insane. From swimming, track, the way they actually time these events has been really impressive. Right. And it's like ants running up a wall. It's insane. Um, so the that's speed climbing, not so that's the speed technology. <laughs> so that's speed climbing. Um, bouldering is you just have the, they have these walls and they're called pro- problems and you have to figure out how to get through them and you get points based off of it. Like how far you can go or whatever else. Yeah. They have like, uh, what do they call them? Course something like they're, they're these like yeah. course masters that lay it out and tell you how you have to yes. go through it well no you don't have to they don't tell you how to have to go through it but they they do it before you they never touch any of it they only can go and i think it's like four minutes where they can wa- look, look at it yeah and see like oh this is the way i'm gonna go so um nice. so that's more the bouldering and then the lead climbing is where you get six minutes to try to get up a 15 meter wall um, and then, and that's the one where they put in the route where mm-hmm. like you have to touch certain rocks or boulders or whatever to get up. I don't know how those MFers hold on. Like I can barely walk up the stairs without falling, but seriously, like their toes, they like lever their toes in a way that holds their whole body. And I'm like, if you've ever tried to do a freaking hang from a bar by your toes, I don't think it's going to work. Yes. So then we had surfing and surfing is uh, competing on real waves. And that was crazy too. What? I'm sorry. What else would they compete on besides real waves? Well, no, no, no. It could be like manufactured waves. Like they actually did it in the ocean. Yeah. Well, that would make sense. Manu. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, but remember they moved it up because of the um the storm that was coming. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they stormed. They they stormed it up. They stormed it up. <laughs> they moved it up, which was like kind of crazy. Um, only it actually helped though because the waves were bigger and they were able to do a lot more. Yes, and only short boards were used. Fun fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's fun to you. Hi. 
Oh, God. Gonna... I'm sorry, California. Oh, I'm sorry, but nobody's going to, like, sport surf on a longboard. Like... You know what? You're going to bite your ass tongue My... <laughs> when we, you know, a couple Olympics from now, we're talking about longboard surfboarding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any well... of you that have ever been on a surfboard, I'm sorry. Anyway, so they they observe the common surfing etiquette where you have um, one rider per wave. The rider close to the peak has the right away, and interference with another surfer will result will result in a penalty. Um, this all sounds very proper for surfing, which basically means like you go, bro. Yes, but, but they are out in the water at the same time, so they get the same sets. Yes, but I also learned that athletes will play mind games with each other about being like, oh, I'm interested in this wave. Oh, no, 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 no. It's like a cat and mouse. <laughs> Tom and Jerry, if you will. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, actually, wait, wait. Oh. Well, I was really excited to sneak in a little fun fact. But about what? Do you know how, what are like the requirements for a sport to become an Olympic sport? No, enlighten me. Yeah, you tried to come up with a reason. Um, I mean, okay, only because the other morning when we were watching the Today Show, the Today Show, um, but uh, they were showing the, some of the new sports mm-hmm. for 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 Ferris, for Paris, for Paris, and um, it was breakdancing, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, look, I have to assume that there is some sort of like regulated like judgment or scoring of this sport. To be able to be considered for an Olympic Well, to be race. fair, I'd imagine it's much like gymnastics an where... Good. Um, <laughs> I'd imagine it'd be a lot like gymnastics where certain... Like when you get to optional, um, you know, everybody does the same routines up through level four. And then when you get into optional, there are certain like... There's a book no. of skills, and then these skills are easier, these skills are harder, and you have your score based on that, and then execution. I mean... No, you're completely right, honestly. Like, I didn't think of it that way, but, like, for instance, breakdancing versus women's gymnastics, it's, like, the where they, like, they do the little, like, shuffle, shuffle, feet, feet, shuffle, shuffle, feet, feet, and then, like, grab their hat, shuffle, shuffle, feet, feet. That's gotta your, be, like... the moves? No, no, no. It's like the warm-up. It's like oh, the shuffle, yeah. shuffle, no, feet, I, feet, yeah. shuffle, shuffle, feet. Thank you for the shuffle, that, shuffle, feet, feet. And, and I understand. hold that. That has to be like what, like dance for, and then, and then when they like spin on something, that's like the tumbling pass. Yeah, that's the, that's the graded score, obviously. And the other stuff is show or, you know, presentation. Maybe there's a category. We've I'm gone exci- way too no, 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 far down. I'm excited I, for when um, we turn this into a, like, video as well, because then people can see my shuffle, shuffle, feet, Okay, feet, we're going to move. Okay, so, wow. Um, in order for a sport to be included in the Olympics, it has to... This is another one of those head-scratchers that we're dealing with all the in inequalities between men and women. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So, you did not know where I was going with that. Um, in order for a sport to be included, it has to be practiced by men in at least 45 countries on oh. four separate continents. Mm-hmm. It's like pra- 20? But practiced... By women in 40 countries oh. on three continents. So a little bit less, but still, it's funny that it has to be different continents, so it opens it up to the actual world, unlike the World Series of Baseball here in the U.S. Sorry, little grape. Also, I will say that while I don't agree, like, I obviously equality 100%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, no. But I understand from, like, a historical point, men's sports have been more 
like universal. So yeah, if but our we, policies now aren't historical. Okay, They're now here, but now here. But if you're talking about like, there's a lot of countries that their women still can't compete in a lot of sports. Mm-hmm. So you know, it makes sense. It makes sense. Okay, let me go back. Skateboarding, new sport. Um, they have a street and the park, and honestly. Baby girls that like skateboarded. She's 13. <laughs> like, I mean, in the Olympics, she's 13 years old in the Olympics. She started skateboarding when she was two, surfing when she was three, and just has this impeccable sense of body awareness and balance. I mean, okay. she was impressive to watch. But here's the thing, and we just were watching the women's 10 meter platform finals, and the Chinese 13 year old won. Okay. I remember. She's 14, but okay. No, no, she was 13. The other, the silver medalist was 14. Okay. Okay, here's the thing. I remember growing up and being a gymnast and wanting to be in the Olympics and thinking like, okay, first of all, not at all close to the like level of Olympics, but thinking you like- I hopes. <laughs> I, I, anyway, but remember thinking like, I, oh, the younger kids should be allowed in and blah, blah, blah. But now one, as an, an, an adult, but two, with this Olympics and the focus on mental health, I don't, I think that the 13, 14, 15, I don't, I think that that's too young to be in the Olympics. I think that they're not mentally capable of handling it, especially because for us, like, we know what the pressure is for the American athletes, but we don't know what the pressure is for the Chinese athletes. No, absolutely. I mean, it's a great point. I don't think it's something that's going to change anytime soon. Um, but it's definitely something to take into consideration and uh, well i mean like for up in like in 92 you had dominica mochiano and she was 13 14 i think but then after that they changed it so you have to be 16 in the calendar year for an olympic olympic gymnast to compete and i think that that should be instead of it being necessarily sport by sport i think maybe it should get to a point where it's just olympic cross mm-hmm. but i mean that's just soapboxy for me also, another new sport, karate. Karate. There, I learned a lot about this. Um, there's. Yeah, you did a deep dive. Well, yeah, but there's there's two parts of karate that's in this Olympics. One consists of doing the forms, mm-hmm. and then one is sparring. So you know that's interesting. Uh, and then the last sport actually is not a new sport. It's baseball, softball. They have not been included since 2008. Huh. Little break there. Um, right. But Japan really pushed for them to come back because it's a Baseball big sport. Is a huge Baseball and softball are both big there. So Very big culturally. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I have a lot of fun facts with a lot of things. I went, I deep dove into a lot of sports. Goodness. Well, while you're looking through those. Oh, they're actually. I'll here. get cut off. Yes, but here's something that's really interesting. There were actually a lot of, so there were new events, right? So those were the new events, but there were new- um, Disciplines. So those were the new disciplines and there were events within those, right? So actually there was a lot of mixed um, men and women events. Yeah, they had mixed doubles tennis. There was, uh, there's mixed relay for swimming and for um, track. Uh, There was- Did they really do a relay team? that was co-ed for track? Yes, they did. How did I um, not see this? That was well, when you were Well, they probably up. did a lot better than the men did last night because they couldn't find the baton if they beat them. 
Oh, that was sad. Yeah. Um, that's pressure getting to you. Well, I just think it's also like just you're just putting together people that you like you have to practice you know what I mean it's like putting well it's putting an artistic swimming team in the pool without okay artistic swimming is different that's choreographed I don't really want to talk about our men's U.S. basketball team who were professional athletes but just kept saying they didn't jive together I mean it's a game right like pick up you don't know everyone I mean I can't speak about it I'm not an I'm not a basketball player and I'm not a team sport player to be completely fair not a team player noted no i'm not team sport player <laughs> team sports um let's see what else uh there was bmx was added some of the bmx events were added fencing um oh, ro- not rowing but canoeing oh that bee from seattle who's a yes. beast oh man she was just like oh i ugh. man she, only five seconds only 19. paddling on one side and she never turned once. I don't think I've ever been able to do that in a no, canoe. And she was like in a lunge. Ooh, man. That was... I hope there was a padding under her knee. That had to have been a lot. Okay, oldie. Okay. Um, this Olympic Games was the first time since 1972 that no U.S. athlete came away with a medal in day one. That is really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you surprised me a little. A little. <laughs> That's really crazy. Yeah, this is the first time since 1972. Okay, I have to say, in general, obviously we all knew going in that this Olympics was going to be just one for the like record books, just right? Different. It was just so different. Yeah. But it really affected a lot of athletes so differently, right? So like, even the women's national team for soccer, they have, I mean, dominated. And you have a lot of the same players, and they're, they ended up third, which is great. They won a bronze medal. That's amazing. But just, I think that a lot of players, like a lot of athletes, it affected them so differently. Which is funny because there's been so many stories, and if you're heartless and don't watch the little pieces in between that let you get to know these athletes and how freaking cool they are. Right? Seriously, heartless. Um, it's, it's interesting how many of the stories... That obviously production and the amount of work that goes into video and produce and have all the stories. Do you and want the, me to feel good about like the the people that put the pieces together? Or no, the no, athlete? I'm saying it, it, they obviously had to do a lot of the interviewing before competition. Right, right. And there's so many athletes that were like the extra year gave me so much more confidence. Yeah. It made me feel better. It made me better prepared. But then you get there and this unprecedented event is going on where. You're literally not allowed to interact with anyone. Yeah. You have restrictions you have no on everything, family no families there. So you get this extra year bonus, but by the same token, because of the same reason, you're now put in this just kind of box that's really exposed Mentally and the whole world's difficult. watching. And which brings us to the obviously the, one of the biggest stories of this Olympics was Simone Biles. Right. And I have to tell you firsthand, I've had the twisties. Oh, I, I have to. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't. I, I had it a bit in gymnastics once or twice, but it was diving that it really got me. And it was so insane. I can't even explain how crazy it is. Oh, I once crashed go. so hard that I hit something and thought it was the wall, but I was on the ground. Right. Like, it, I was so disoriented. But here's the thing. So for me, I was, you know, I was, I'd been in gymnastics for a, over a decade. I was now diving. A simple front tuck should have been no problem. But I couldn't do my approach to do a front tuck because I constant. I wanted to twist. 
I had to like relearn how to front tuck off the board. You had to get the untwisted. Yeah, exactly. Because I kept wanting to twist. And yeah. that's exactly why Simone on her beam routine when she did that grabbed her legs for her double pike is because that t- convinced her not to twist. Yeah. And it's such a surreal I, feeling that you can't exactly explain because you go upside down and your mind doesn't know where you are. And that's so weird. And, and for I, anyone and, who hasn't ever spent time upside down <laughs> in an athletic life. Um, How the, else would you spend time? Oh. Uh, yeah, there you go. Oh. Anyway. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no more noises. Um, I know you've read all the fantasy. Sorry, Jermaine. Gray, but. Sorry, Jermaine. Um, anyway, th- the feeling of not not feeling like you have control over your own body is so scary and for and anyone that you know oh she was being selfish blah blah i'll give you this one thought she could have been in the limelight she could have gone out she could have made some big crash or some big success whatever it was but instead she chose to allow her teammates to compete so that they could be in the limelight well here's and here's my two things with this takeaway from her well, I guess three. One, had she decided, realized that she was not, like she was, had the twisties before vault, the U.S. would have won the gold. They won the silver, totally great. But they would have gotten, like, if she continued to go. And push. And she, be selfish. She, right. She wouldn't, they wouldn't have but done knowing, as well. Knowing herself and knowing her body and but knowing wait, her mind. But also, had she decided to go at that level, she could have severely damaged or killed oh, herself. Oh man, because that's not a balk like oh, I got a bad score. It. That's a you broke your damn neck. Yeah, you don't do a triple double and get lost. And you know what? I have to say, over all things, this is another reason she is the goat. Right. Because she was brave enough, strong enough, and aware enough to say, I'm not prepared. I'm not going to go like, out there I'm and not risk mentally things. there. And that's it's huge. People forget how mental sports are. I don't care if you're doing the 100 meter dash. I don't care if you're doing um, synchronized swimming, which is not what they call it now, uh, artistic swimming. I don't care if you're doing badminton. Sports is mental, and mental health is important. And we are firm believers in that. So I applaud Simone. I applaud everyone. And all the other athletes that have come out behind mm -hmm. Michael Phelps and his entire uh, charity. All of them, honestly. It's so good to see these people and these. High stress, high level, high um, the, exposed sports and, and places saying, yeah, it's okay to not be okay. And I, I had a bad day. And I, you know what? I don't, I think that, you know, everybody pushed this participation ribbon situation. I'm not for that. But I am for if you work hard and you have a, like, and you're successful mentally and physically, then that's the win. Even if that's not a gold, if that's the silver, if that's the bronze. Oh, what about the sport climber today? Oh my gosh, that's amazing. We're getting so far off track here, but I'm really excited because we've just watched all of these and been so enamored with it. Pause for a second. I'm so scared that we're not actually recording because you have your notes up, so I really need it. <laughs> yeah, we're recording. Cool, we're good. Also, and Jermaine will cut out whatever. <laughs> Love you. Um, yes, so... These, the, all of these athletes that are just coming out and saying why there was a kind of was a swimmer that was like oh, why no. the f can't we? You're talking about the. Sport? I don't know. No, I'm saying. Oh, okay. Why the f can't we celebrate bronze? Why the f can't we oh, celebrate Lily, silver? Oh, uh, Lily King. You're good at names. I'm not. Let's go forward. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying like everyone's like 
Oh, you got a bronze. And these people, they're like crying. Like, oh, you got you the bronze. Not you won the bronze. You won the bronze. You are uh, one of the top three in your field. Like, that's damn impressive. And I'm all here to celebrate it because someone came back on Beam and got bronze. And she was so excited. And that smile was genuine. Oh, you can see it in her eyes. It was so good. Back to the speed climber that I was talking about today. I'm watching. Right. And obviously a sport I have zero vested interest in, but it's, you know, the only thing that's allowed on any of our TVs because she has a spidey sense that if it's not on, like, there's a problem. So it's on. We're getting ready. And this guy, the co- um, the commentator for... Uh, you said her name earlier, Megan from... Megan, it's like, it's Merkel, I think. Megan Merkel. That's... that's no, it's not Megan deck. Markle. <laughs> it's Megan Merkel from the American Ninja Warrior. Okay, so she was commentating. And obviously, the climbers can't hear this, but she's going off about how this guy never thought he was even really going to qualify. He was just like a shoot. Like, he just kind of snuck his way in. And he's here in, like, the quarterfinals and... Or, no, it was the finals because there were medals involved, which is why this story is important. And um, so him, the, him and the guy he goes up against, obviously the French guy wins because he wasn't even sure he was going to make it there. And the guy who lost literally launches himself backwards off the wall, cheering and pumping in the air because he got bronze and he never thought he was going to even be close to that. But here he is like just losing his mind over something he didn't think he could do. And hilariously enough, the, the Frenchman was super confused and didn't know why he was cheering and kept checking the scores. But still, it's that spirit. It's that excitement for the game that the Olympics were born of. Yeah. That kind of started to like peel away with all this commentary and opinion. And, you know, if you think you can make any comment on an athlete of that level and you've never even done that sport or anywhere oh my close, God. maybe take a deep breath. Yeah. It's like uh, that one, oh gosh, I can't remember her name. I have to, I'll, I'll bring it back to a future podcast, especially when we hit the NFL, but she did that spot where it was, um, uh, she had people that tweeted about missed field goals oh come in and, God, hit, and try to kick a field goal. Yeah, like, hey, you tweeted that it was so bad that your nephew could do it, and then they brought him in and were like, hey, buddy, you were kind of a dick. Yeah. Want to try? And it <laughs> yeah. was always amazing. Um, okay, so I promised on uh, that there would be another uh, animal situation. Oh, God. Did okay. you seek out an no, animal situation? No, it just happened to me. Um, so the, so I'm going to enter the segment we're going to call Olympic Fun Facts. Pow, pow, pow. R.I.P. Doves. Um, okay, so R.I.P. Doves from last, last week. But this time, um, I would like to talk about how in the 1900 Paris Games, was the only um, Olympics in history where animals were killed. I don't like that fact. We're going to move on. Um, There was a pigeon shooting event. Um, Belgium's Leon de Lunden shot 21 of 300 birds to wind. They they don't do that anymore. No, we don't want that anymore. No. Um, I also have that... um, Let's see. Uh... Oh, in 1968, there was a Swedish athlete that was suspended because he uh, had drink alcohol. I would be suspended indefinitely. Currently, alcohol only disqualifies an athlete if it's at 0.1 or more. Okay. And only if it's in a a sport in which it would uh, be dangerous, such as archery. And pistoling. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, so this Olympics, there have been um, registered and competed a total of 11,682 athletes over 46 sports, which makes it one of the largest Olympics despite uh, one country already dropping out and then some of the disqualifications, unfortunately, due to COVID and teams not being able to compete. Um, but 11,000 athletes. Like, that is just a next-level coordination yeah. effort. Um, the youngest athlete is rumored to be from 1900. It was a 10-year-old. Uh, I don't think anyone from 1900 is competing currently. No, no, no. In, but he in was, Tokyo. At, in 1900, he was 10. And the Dutch team, uh, their rowing team, needed a coxswain, which is the little person. I mean, they're not little people, <laughs> but they're small people that like tell you, like, heave ho and all that. You know, like, stroke, yeah. stroke. Oh, yeah, no. There's... Okay, well, they chose a local French boy, but they think he was 10. They don't know who he was. Obviously, they didn't give him a medal, which well, is kind of messed bummer. up. So, the, actually, um, fun fact. That we're in the fun fact. Fun fact, take me. You could actually make it. Um, the youngest athlete in these games was 12. Skateboarding? No. Shockingly, skateboarders are at least 13. It was a table tennis player from oh, Syria. The, like... That where they hold it in the close of their face and it's like they blow on it and then they like drop it and hit oh. drop and hit what was your shuffle, shuffle dance yeah um if, if seriously this is never going to become but if the video it is, comes it is out it's going to be um and then uh in 1904 the american an american marathoner uh was disqualified because he uh hopped a ride in a car dirty bastard yeah it reminds me of uh the office. The right, with where power eats the Alfredo. Right, but, <laughs> and then, they, but then Stanley and uh, Kevin and Creed. No, no, no. Stanley, Oscar, and Creed yeah. get the ride. Um, in, uh, in 1908, just four short years after that fun fact, uh, and 1920 actually, figure skating and ice hockey were actually in the Summer Olympics. And then they figured out that it was real tough to keep ice. Mm. So they moved them and that was kind of what led into the Winter Olympics. So, but in 1912, it was like from 1912 to 1948. So it's like a, a period of time. Sure. Artists competed in the Olympics. There was like literally painters and sculptors and architects would like create. And that was a part of the Olympics until people figured out that that's not a sport. I mean, I get it if it's like, if you're not like, what, oh. like speed carving or? No, no. <laughs> no, I mean like, like you have like a. I don't know. Oh, there's a different area arena for that. Okay, well, water polo was originally um, a modern porn. For, <laughs> modern uh-huh. porn. Modern porn. No, a modern form of rugby played in rivers and streams and lakes in England and Scotland. I can see that. That that sport is brutal AF. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, 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 oh! No, no, no! One more water polo fact. Sean Paul, the, you know, Sean Paul, Sean Paul, like the rapper guy, Jamaica Jamaica. Oh, I knew who he was. I just uh, kept, <laughs> he kept was, doing that. He was part of the Jamaica National Water Polo Team. Wow. It must have not been great. He was a terrible dancer. Um, you Dancer? He, he didn't, well, given what you were showing to well, example. Well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not Sean Paul. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, some sports that are no longer included in the Olympics. Solo synchronized swimming. How would one solo synchronize? Well, now it's called artistic swimming. Now, then, it's called uh, tug of war. Sure. 
and rope climbing. Hmm. So. Although if you've seen the video of Simone Biles, shout out to the goat once again, in a freaking L hole. Yeah, kicking her boyfriend's ass. Uh, NFL boyfriend's yeah, ass. Like, just blew him out of the water. He's so like shaking. Should and be. I would still watch rope climbing. I'm not going to lie, but we watch everything, so. Uh, yes, like we were watching race walking earlier. Oh, God, the race walking is so intense. Okay, can we talk about it, though? Because we didn't want to talk about it last week. Yeah, no, let's. Okay, so when you're race walking, the rule is you have to have one, uh, one foot contacting the surface at all times. Ground. They don't really walk on surfaces like mats and elevated walls. What just the hell, Karen? Walk on it, surface, surface. It could be. I didn't say. Oh, anyway, God. anyway. So then they have judges that walk beside them, right, to make sure mm-hmm. that this is happening. And so, God forbid, you're like 13 miles in, and one foot comes up a little too early, and they notice it. Well, those MFers will come up in your face with a card. And he will shake it in front of you, and then that's it. That you puts, just walk off the side. Puts any soccer referee to shame, given the face shaking, and then the sheer he emotional... He doesn't shake their face. He shakes a card in their face. Correct. But the sheer emotional reaction of the walkers... <laughs> they're always like, because they're in it, right? They're focused. And then all of a sudden, they get a card shaking their, shook in their face, and they're like, ah! Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> like I feel bad for these guys. Obviously, they've been like killing They'll it. They'll pee and like poop and, and just go. Yeah, just keep go- anyone that can walk that aggressively obviously has a next level. But then when they get kicked out or disqualified or whatever you want to call it, they're not kicked out just for funsies. They're disqualified they're just, for feet. That's that's a better word. But when they get disqualified, and and it just the visceral reaction of anger that comes out is just. I mean, I would be too, but it's just so amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Talk about passion. I'm sorry. Jumping. Can we talk about the Australian swimmers coach? Oh my gosh. Um, Dean Dean Boyle is yeah. his name, and he was, he's the uh, coach for um, uh, Adriana Titmus, Arian Titmus. Yeah. Who um, sh- shockingly and in an amazing swim beat Katie Ledecky. Right. They've was, been going back and forth. Yeah, but she. I mean, it was that was a, yeah. that was a race, but. Um, and another great show of sportsmanship between those two, but watching her coach watch her. When he, like, passed the barrier that he shouldn't, and then he just started humping, like, oh, in he the was air. Just, it, like, and he was poor, grabbing the rail. And, and the poor just, little Japanese woman was, like, like trying to be had like, this sir, you must go back. Adorable backpack on, and, like, a sign that they held out that was, like, you know, F off, don't go back here. <laughs> and he is just raging on this railing. <laughs> and she's, like, kind of trying not to laugh, kind of trying to be composed, kind of trying to no, get him to go back. No, she's kind of trying to be, like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, like, if he runs past her, she's just going to be, like, like, sorry guys. Like, <laughs> man, he was. Oh, and then the best part was her sec. Uh, I feel awkward saying just her last name, Titmus. Yeah. Um, the second race she was in, Homeslice sat with his glasses on and his notebook in the seats and just let it go. Like, it was such a stark contrast. Like yeah, the first yeah, one, yeah. he went rager, yeah. and literally the second one, he was like, "Noted, darling. He we shall work on." He honestly seems like somebody that is up and down but never level. No. And no. that's okay to not be okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so last week I mentioned the Ugandan that went missing. And then I said... And I, then fe- I, yeah. Right, I said I'd, I'd update everyone. Well, he's back in Uganda. Guys, he never got to, like, stay in Japan. But... There is a... a oh, man, he went to okay. the principal's office. Right. But so defecting has been a big deal in uh, the Olympics. Okay. Do you want to pause after this? 
Oh, okay. So, um, Jermaine, we sweet in our closet is hot as fuck. <laughs> so, uh, he, so, okay. So, defecting has been a thing since World War II. And, uh, I mean, essentially it becomes a little bit, bit more of a big deal when it's a, like a westernized country. But, um, this year there have been 29 athletes that have tried to seek, oh, no, 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 sorry, that is not true. There are 29 athletes on the refugee team. Um, and those are athletes that have been forced to leave their country but are competing for their country because of... Uh, Seems kind of wrong. You're like, no, get the fuck out. Also, bring us a gold. No, no. It's like for like, because their countries are having some wars and all that stuff. And yeah. So it's just not safe for them to be there. Are um, there sorry. First, are there any other countries that are competing like under so the ROC, the Russian Olympic Committee? Yeah, we don't want to talk about them. They, that that's a whole. That's gonna be. That story's gonna be breaking. Okay, but no, the RC. That's not special. The to Russian them. Like, Olympic Committee. Yeah, but that's not How special to them. Okay, here's the thing. Is there any? Can another country do the same thing? Could they do like the Vietnamese Vietnamese Olympic Committee and just compete under that? Or is it but like? But why would you do that when you compete under your when you could compete under your country? Okay, no, no, here's I'm saying, the thing. Is there anyone else doing that? Or are the Russians really the only ones that the had a Russians. state-sponsored drug test? Yes. And then a state-sponsored team that is now shockingly winning everything. Yeah. Somehow, after being told they couldn't go to the Olympics because they had a state-sponsored drug program, they found 300 athletes that magically were world-class but didn't have any drugs. So do you know how many Russians were on the Olympic team that were not allowed to go? No, I don't know. But I'm just saying that's an interesting number because if, they, you know, say they had a, any major country, like 100, okay, 150, here's right? Here's the thing. But I'm some, that's what I'm saying. You had like 150, say. And the state-sponsored drug test is like, nah, y'all can't go. But then they find 300 plus that are all of no, a sudden I qualified, have, okay. ready to go? I would assume, given how many, like, how many athletes can compete in a sport per country, that there were probably a good three, 400 that were, like... That we're ready to go. I would say, okay, I would give you qualified, maybe able, but gold medal athletes. I know, athletes, that's what I'm seeing. I mean, you're producing 300 plus athletes that are all of a sudden able to, oh, look, Russia hasn't come away with the gymnastics medal in how many years? And now both the men and the women get gold? I mean, like, where does that come from? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, back to defecting. So... Defective refugee team is not defecting, but so this week there was a story of the uh, Belarusian sprinter. I'm not going to say her name is very long; it's very hard. Um, but she um, asked for asylum because she was uh, in fear of repri- reprisal um, when she returned to Belarus because she was put onto the um, relay team without her coaches really telling her because some of her teammates that should have run didn't pass the drug test mm. and <clears throat> she went on Instagram and and just said she was upset about it and they were so upset that they literally the Belarusians kidnapped her pretty much and she was uh, she had no intention of seeking refuge until all this went down and then she went and was um, was she felt like she was going to be a pariah in, Be- in Belarus because I don't want to make light of it, but like, hand to God, this is seriously ringing a bell about like when you go into a bar and you, as a girl, you go in the bathroom and it's like, do you not feel safe? Do you mm-hmm. feel like 
you should order an angel shot. Like, yeah. do you think in the Olympics somewhere there's like a sign that's like in every language that's just like, yeah. bruh, you good? And then like they can yeah. find some because I mean, honestly, it, if you think about their their culture, that's really the only time they're going to be right in another so, country. Or, so this so this athlete came forward to Tokyo. They a bunch of countries actually offered her asylum. She. Poland was the one that gave her asylum, but due to security risks, she actually flew to Vienna, Austria, and that's where she is. Wow, that's great. I mean, I'm glad she's okay. But it's been, like, a thing that this happens every Olympics since World War II. Jeez. Ooh. Um, oh, first ever women's gold in um, Taekwondo. Yeah. Going for a little lighter note Women's here. gold or U.S. It's gold. the first ever U.S. gold. Oh, U.S. gold. Out of Taekwondo. Um was a woman, 18-year-old Anastasia Zoltik. Hmm. I went for a lighter note because it just kind of bummed me out a little bit. Well, I was going to go on to good sportsmanship moments. Want some of those? I would love those right after I tell you that the Philippines got their first gold. Oh, yes, 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 yes. She was so cute. Oh, Hilden Diaz won the women's 55-kilogram lifting. Um, That's 121 pounds. She was a small woman. She was a tiny Filipino woman. Yeah. Like, if you know Pilapinos. I mean, she wasn't like, she was thick, but obviously because she had to lift that shit. Do you want to hear some uh, good spart- sp- sportsman? Want to hear some good sportsmanship moments? You're terrible at accents. I, I'm. <laughs> That's adorable. Okay. All right. So, did you hear about Italy and Qatar's uh, uh, the high jump? Did you hear about this? Mm-mm. So they're good friends, like best friends, because, you know, like a lot of times when you're competing around the world in the same like sport, you get to know somebody, right? So they're like best friends and um, they both. What would one call someone from Qatar? A Qatarian? A Qatarite? Well, to be fair, I've heard it say it said it's Cutter as well, so I don't know. I think it's Cutter. Anyway, a Qatarian. Qatarian. I'm anyway, sure. so the the both both the athletes, um, they Frenzies. hit the same height for high jump. And when they went to the like the final round, they went up a little bit. I don't know how that was, but like you know, they ro- rose the bar. They, they they raised the bar. And um, they both missed on all three jumps. Oh, like besties. So instead of the the officials wanted to go to a jump off and instead they both said, hey, can we just share the gold medal? We both worked this hard. We're both like at the top of our game right now. We want to share the medal. That's a really heartwarming story. That's the opposite of one of the ones I looked up. I know, but I'm looking at good sportsmanship. Um, Another one is that, uh, so for the women's triathlon, 20 athletes didn't um, finish. But the last woman that did, she was just a hot mess. Like she was so upset that she, and one of the other athletes that finished before her, uh, uh, Norway, a Norwegian athlete, came up and told her, "You're a, you're a bleeping fighter. This Olympic, uh, this is Olympic spirit, and you've got it 100 percent." Because she finished. That's amazing. Um, after Caleb Dressel was oh. part of the 4x100. Can we just talk about how Caleb Dressel is, one, a severely attractive man, but okay, two... But weirdly, more attractive in his uh, swim cap than without. Right? He, like, it, it's a uniform thing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but how him and his wife are, like, a straight-up Ken and Barbie. Like, they are both adorable, 
and her watching him and it gave me all the feels like they are adorable yes but so on the 4 by 100 meter relay um he free relay he um so he the, you know you have the qualification rounds going up so you have the qualifications the semis whatever to get to the finals and he didn't swim any of those uh this kid uh she was at brooks curry he he swam so they he swims the finals he gets the gold he goes over to the stands and gives his gold medal to brooks curry because he deserved it what well, why did they take Brooks out at the last minute. If, it happens because if, if Dreschel hadn't even done, I mean, granted, I know he won the hundred meter and made a world okay, record, but, but here's the thing: so none of the other um, countries either swim all their best swimmers. Is it kind of like the, the NFL preseason where you like hold yeah, your best and back and don't make them tired, and then yeah, you don't make them tired. Maybe they're swimming their other like, like huh. Brooks Curry didn't have another like uh, race. He, he, he was, swam it out, yeah. Well, he didn't have another race he was also in prelims for, but Caleb did. Oh, so they were saving... Okay, got you. So right. Saving Caleb and then... But... That's so sweet that he gave him his medal. Okay. Also, though, turns out, and I read this, but I also remember that this happens, even though there he's, like, Brooks Curry isn't on the medal platform, everybody that ran that race gets that medal. Oh, so it's more just like a... Like a... Display. Not a display, but like symbolic. A symbolic gesture. Yeah. That's nice. Um, and then the last one I have is, so the number one badminton player for women. Badminton is nutso butso. Uh, Tai Tao Yang. So she lost uh, in a heartbreaking defeat to be able to win gold, right? She lost the gold medal match. I'm going to tell you, I think this is the first time I've ever heard heartbreaking and badminton in the yeah. same sentence. Mm -hmm. So after she was given the silver medal... Um, Indian athlete P.V. Sindhau Sindhau? Um, who the silver medalist defeated the day before. Okay. Right? To dashing her medal hopes came up to her and hugged her because she uh, Tia was so upset. You've lost me. No, okay. <laughs> and it was a really nice moment where well, someone no. shared a and hug. And she, she gave her a hug and said, you performed well. Today just wasn't your day. Amen if that's not an anthem. Yeah, right? Sometimes it's just not your day. The, like the amount of divers that just... it sucks that that is on the Olympic day, but sometimes it's not. Man, it is. Literally, the, the Olympic... I, I think I saw three, maybe four of them. The Olympic level divers that just stepped off the end of the diving board or mm. did something just... But here's the thing, like having dove, not at the Olympic level, but having dove... You if, weren't at the Olympic level? Could have sworn otherwise. Wow. <laughs> so glad I married you. Um, but, no, like if you... Um, if you're off at that last jump... Would you call it a crow hop? What's a crow hop? Oh, okay, so that's on platform. Well, it actually is on spring, spring, spring meter. Springboard, too. Okay, I sounded real dumb last episode. Mm. This episode, you have no words. Okay. So, if you're going in for a... a um, <laughs> an inward or a, a back dive, and whether it's springboard or a platform, and your feet leave... Oh, like a little double jump. And then jump. come back. It's actually pretty dangerous, especially on springboard, because you're, if your feet like scooch back then you just yeah your toes yeah. you're just in it to win it so if, or to lose it if the judges see it it's a deduction 
Granted, they apparently never see it for the Chinese because you and your anger against the Chinese, they're just very regimented and very good at they're what they do. Good. Look, if we're going to be mad at anyone, it's going to be the Russians. Okay. okay, so did you, what, do you have any fails? Because I have some fails. Of well, of I looked for positive things, Amber. I'm okay, not really but positive. you know I love my Going back then, um, how the, the homies wanted to share the medal. Mm -hmm. This is the heaviest medal recorded in Olympic history. Like the, the actual more, weight of the physical medal. Like one of the Metallica. That was so bad. It was so was bad. so bad. And your face <laughs> made it so much worse. Okay. The actual physical metal. Like, more like Iron Maiden. <laughs> I can't get through this. It's made of recycled <laughs> fucking electronics, okay? Yeah, yeah, we talked about that last week. They donated it. It was great. We God. talked about that last week, Karen. I was really excited about the recycling, but less excited about your bad jokes. Did you know an Al Sorry, I was... I need to get away from this topic. Um, an Algerian judo athlete completely withdrew and didn't even compete just to avoid potentially, it wasn't even in like the standings, potentially fighting um, an Israeli judoka. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I actually saw that, that um, in some Like you just countries. have that much hate in your heart that you're like, eh, I'm not going to fulfill my dream because I might have to come no, no, near no. you. It's not necessarily hate. Well, yes, but it's also, it's just like state sanctioned brainwashing about that they can or cannot. It's just crazy to me, like, yeah. the stuff people do. Okay, well, can I talk about things that are funny because they're fails and I'm sorry, but they are kind of funny. Okay, so a Peruvian skateboarder slipped, like his board He took out. out a cameraman. No, no, I mean, maybe he did with his board, but he also catapulted his groin into a rail. Catapult, wait, 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 Luke. let's break this sentence down. <laughs> Catapulted. Yeah, like the board slipped out. He went sliding straight into the his groin, right into the rail. You're saying groin? That's a real nice term. Catapulted his misters. Yes. At a metal pole. And if you look this up, literally, <laughs> there's a like, like the sound is like, ah! like it's so bad. I, I feel bad because having a vagina that can take a beating. Don't put that in. Don't put that in. That's please not good. Do, please do. <laughs> I'm just saying. They're way tougher. Your vagina's never taken a beating. Balls are really, really sensitive. They're like, oh, gross and balls. Well, they're really, like, if they get flicked, they're upset, right? So, like, yeah, lady he, bits are way tougher. He literally. But Hannah God, having your your bits and misters or your twig and berry catapulted into a... Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. R.I.P. doves. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So another one is um, the Australian. So there was an Australian track cycling team. And, you know, like the one that's kind of crazy. Okay. Like, like the velodrome, like track cycling. Yeah, not so like it's like very you're running track while you're cycling or something. No, it's very insane. Yeah, like it's, it's pitched, got like, but yeah. yeah, it's pitched. It's got like the tiny wheels, like whatever. So one of them, the last guy in the group, because there's four, right, in the group. Mm -hmm. He crashed headfirst at 65 kilometers per hour because his handlebars inexplicably snapped, snapped off, off due to a mechanical error. Yeah, the, the handlebars just snapped and home slice what went the dome first. Thank God for the, the face shields, helmets, and all yeah. the Lord Jesus promises. Like, <laughs> and then, and then we got 
triathlon. Okay. I told you about this one. Did you? The men's triathlon. Sure. Where the broadcasting boat didn't get out of the way. That was a bum bum. And half the athletes couldn't drive in the water. Yeah, if, okay, look, let's, let's be honest. You're a boat driver at the Olympics during an event. How are you not gonna be aware that the event is starting and you're blocking half the athletes? Like that motherfucker, like, panicked and tried to back up into the damn dock because he was in the way. Right, and so they didn't catch some of the, like, cause you know, when they go in, they have the paddle boarders and they have people yeah. next to them. It took 150 meters for some of them to get like wrangled back in. So those guys had swam 150, had to come back and start again. And the swim isn't that long. Oh so my gosh. So you didn't see the final, like the finals. I think you were bartending. The Norwegian that won, they, because of the weather, they wanted to get like the lightest suits possible. Yeah. It's like <gasps> it was like transparent, it wasn't was transparent, it? It was but white, then it, but then it was like a little black, like speedo, just sewn in. That's nice. It was so well, weird. And then to he, be fair, and then he vomited. So many athletes went because the heat. Yeah, there was an archer that straight collapsed. And I mean, you're just archer. You're just archer. <laughs> you're just archer. You're literally pulling a bow back, and and you went down like, oh, so, settle down, marathoners. <laughs> but. Can we talk about like, the sheer volume? Oh my god, it's like the air pistols. <laughs> oh god, I can't. Oh, my hand in my pocket. I'm gonna shoot a gun. I want a medal. No, I'm sorry, but I need to go back to the fact that the, the number of men's athletic apparel that just left zero support oh for the gosh. misters. What happened? Okay, so why are you just running and okay. then swinging okay, about? This, this week. This week, track and field, right? Highlights. When we're running anything under like 800 meters, we have things that are tight to our body and the twig and berries just stay nice where they're supposed to. 800 meters is where it turns. And there are so many times that I saw the jingle jangle. I'm not gonna say that, like literally, I'm not saying this just because I have zero. Nobody, nobody wants to see that. Like bruh, I don't know. Tie it back, strap it down, put a sports bra Most, on. Yeah, right? I have to put up, I mean, to be fair, I want to, but I have to put a, a sports bra on to do my disciplines. What disciplines? <laughs> but you, how you, many, you, how, you many, <laughs> how many disciplines are you participating in? I have my own Olympics starting tomorrow. Not. Apparently. But also. You're going to have your own opening ceremonies, just like the, <laughs> the Olympic team, the gymnastics team. Yes. But also, get what your Gonzo nose just gets gets to be swung about. Like, yeah, that was wildly I inappropriate. I couldn't look away. I couldn't look away. Yeah, that was. And then I had to be like, oh look, he's running really fast, but his Gonzo is like so tiny. Ugh. Ugh. Yes, and again, again, not a lesbian thing. Just a why are things shuffling about? Moving away from Gonzo noses. Here's our next segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, the... No, we've talked about that. <laughs> oh, the... Can we talk about... I, I saw very little of it, but I was very excited. The three-on-three three basketball... Or, I'm sorry, three X, three, three by four, whatever it's the hell It's three by three, but I... Yes, because it's interesting. I was right. You were completely right. So, earlier we were like, you know, this is a new discipline within... Uh, within gymnastics, three on three <laughs> we basketball. Just, we just flip around and Bless kick it all. the Lord and the tiny baby Jesus. Okay. A new discipline within basketball is three on three. And so it's half court, it's super fast paced, it's real, it's it's way more like street ball, which you know I, I played growing up in the ghetto. Um 
Stop of it. Rancho Bernardo. Um, I also, I can't, I can do a lot of sports. I get decently. Basketball is your nemesis. It really is. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of cool because it like opened up, I think, and your theory obviously was right that the reason it was incorporated was because there were not as many countries that could field a full basketball team. So by offering the three-on-three, they were they were able to like scrum up a team, if you will. Is that a word? Scrum up a team? Scrum? That's, that's like for rugby. I, I had so many sports in my brain, guys. Sorry. Why are you... Grover? I sound like Grover. I don't know. You said scrum up a team. And it takes limited infrastructure and equipment to play. That was a nice little add-on. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about the next Olympics. Yes, what I they've announced this week a bunch of interesting new uh, sports that are going to be there. I'm real excited because I didn't look. This <laughs> Technically, you had one job. I have I had one job. Um, the. Technically, the next Olympics will be in 2022, so next year. No. Nope. Oh, yes, winter. winter. Winter Olympics will be in Beijing. Beijing. Uh, crowning Beijing as Beijing. 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 <laughs> uh, Beijing as only the third country to host three Olympics. Another one was London. There you go. Uh, anyway, the Winter Olympics in Beijing will be from uh, February 4th through 22nd. This coming... This coming? Year, yes. After 21 comes 22. No, like, literally, this coming February? Yes. 2022. I'm so pumped right now. <laughs> oh, that's really exciting for you. I am so excited. Yeah, it's going to be February in Beijing. Yeah, we're going to an- have another party. Yeah. All right. Uh, after that, obviously, there was oh, debate wait, about... can I save one thing? No. How many Norwegians came to the plate this this Olympics? Yeah. I mean, okay, let's not kid ourselves. They're a winter sport team. We're in the uh, Scandinavian countries. Lots of fjords, lots of snow. They are great at all the winter sports. All of a sudden, we're winning hurdles. We're running fast. Yeah. We're winning triathlons. Global warming. (gasps) Yuck. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The 20... So there was actually kind of a conversation about if the next Olympics was actually going to be 2025 and we were going to knock off the pattern, if you will, and go four years. Um, But they decided, no, the IOC is going to go for it, so it's going to be 2024. I would have protested. It's really hard for you to keep track otherwise. So 2024 is going to be in Paris, July 11th into August, but the end date's not set. Um, But they're actually adding braking. Uh, They're going to keep surfing and climbing. And skateboarding. So. And cheerleading. And cheerleading. I honestly have to say that based on some other athletics that are in the Olympics, cheerleading is more of a sport than piss- air pistols. Air pistols is bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're an air, pi- air pistoler. I'm not. <laughs> if you're an air pistoler. God, that's a hard thing to say. Say that out loud. Air pistoler. If you're an air pistoler. <laughs> Amber can't stick your hand in your pocket and shoot the dang things, but do that as a hobby. Oh, goodness. But anyway, I'm excited for that. For- oh, and then in 2028, the Olympics will grace Los Angeles. Yes, they will. That's going to be a all Southern California. packed-ass piece of Olympics. Okay, well, still to come this Friday, uh, 
Allison Felix. <gasps> She's amazing. She's a five-time mm-hmm. Olympic athlete, mm-hmm. a mother, and she had a really hard time, like, with her uh, her birth and. She was on like she's a badass mama jamma who came back and is now and is meddled again mm-hmm. because that bee just won't quit. She is well her her finals are tomorrow night. Oh tomorrow night. man, go well, Allison that's Felix. We're gonna show it. It's, yeah, we're probably gonna know before then. Um, we've got the medal ceremony, uh, medal games for water polo, soccer, basketball, volleyball. Soccer's still going. Yeah, she's the women sort of won the bronze. The women a. Shout out to the women's national team for winning the bronze. Mm-hmm. You badass bees. That was. And then we have the closing ceremonies, also with the kickoff to the NFL preseason. So it's so crazy. many athletes went home before the closing ceremony. Well, they had to. There was a lot of them that, like, I think they said you had a certain amount of time before you had to leave. Makes sense. Yeah. It was really unfortunate the way it all happened and that Japan really just wanted to get back to normal life, but this was happening and it was such a huge yeah. monumental event. But. Now they have more cases and all this. It's kind of crazy but, the way we're heading. But, but they're saying that most that there's no like, correlation between yeah. a rise in cases and the mm-hmm. that's that's amazing. They really were vigilant. It was very very impressive. And I think the, the athletes I'm pretty were sure vigilant. the anti-sex beds worked wonders. Well, but honestly, I think the athletes were really vigilant because they knew like this was their chance. This is what they've been working for. Yeah, they're not going to give that up. So um, not like some other sports that just fuck around with the COVID. So. Um, very excited. Next week is going to be awesome. Oh, we have this cute little like calendar up now that keeps me on track. Yes. Here. So um, we're going to be better, um, e- even better sports topics. Yes. Conversation. We're going to come to you sooner because now we're all set up. And we got we got uh, Jay Soul with uh, with the help. Hey, help shout out to Jay Soul Productions. If you're in Nagadoches or anywhere in the country and you need a DJ or someone just wildly talented with sound, Yes. Reach out to that guy. He is amazing. Yes. Uh, next week we will be bringing. Uh, ten- we're gonna break down tennis for you uh, because it's not you- the NFL. Nope. Preseason. No, we're gonna break down the NFL when it comes to the regular season. We're doing tennis because the U.S. Open comes in a few weeks. U.S. Open. Um, shout out though. Uh, preseason of the NFL started mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. So um, looking forward but to that. We're gonna bring you the. Uh, we're gonna bring you some NFL facts during the regular uh, at the beginning of regular season. Regular season, y'all have been the best. Thank you so much for supporting us, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next week. Yeah, love y'all. Thank you for listening to Sports Simplified. We release a new episode every week, so make sure to subscribe to our channel. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Sports Simplified Pod. If you love what we're doing, please give us a review. Believe me, <laughs> it helps. This episode was brought to you by Amber and Karen McGuire in partnership with J Soul Productions.